they drop from those trees, it's all over. Right. If any of us want to get out of here alive, we have to make a break for the TARDIS. It's do or die, right? Right? Right. On five. One. Two. They didn't wait. Doctor, it's on my back! Get off her! Doctor, he, he let me go. Are you all right? Um, scratch. Lucky you. Come on, we're nearly at the TARDIS. One of the others. Oh, forget them. right under our feet. Emma, run for it. It's too late. Doctor, do you have an alternative? To scooping up the others? If I had, would you carry it out? I cannot say. I don't even know what your plan is yet, do I? Doctor, if you've got a plan, tell us. Well, that's the thing, Maurice. I don't have any plans at all. I do, however, have an idea. Which is? Let me ask you something, Amber. But of course. If I were to place a mirror face down into a photocopier, then switch on the photocopier and click print, what do you think would happen? I... I'm not sure. Oh, well, then we'll just have to find someone who does. (laughs) Bye-bye. Doctor, come away from the edge now. Come on, Maurice. Hey, what are you... Doctor, we're gonna... No! Uh... Doctor! save us. They could do that. And the ocean, it's not getting any closer. 
fact, it's getting further and further away. They're moving the ocean to save us? Or maybe we're falling up instead of down? That doesn't make sense. Things have to make sense. No one falls up. Do they? There we go. Jacobs, this is insane. Emma! Emma, you okay? I'm alright. I'm... I'm not sure how much more of this I can take, though. Not my department. Vlyn? <sighs> Let's just say that when we get back, my chiropractor will be able to pay off his mortgage in a day. Oh, very amusing. Hang about. That neural dampener of Alexis. It's here with us. It's well survived the trip down, at least. There's still a bit of charge in it. Where's Alexis? I can't see him. More important, where's Maurice? Pauline? They were on the other side of the clearing when it collapsed. So, they're probably dead. Assuming the Corruptors haven't got to them like LJ and Gelver. Well, that's the best case scenario. Come on, you two, get up. The TARDIS fell into the cave-in like everything else. Our only chance is to try and get to the TARDIS before the Corruptors burrow their way down here after us. Doctor, we can't leave the others. Doctor, we can. Those things are mindless carnivores. They didn't even hurt me. What? You think maybe they felt sorry for you? Poor little expectant Emma. Non-combatant. Don't kill her. Give her a foot massage instead. They let you go because you're not a threat. They needed their efforts to kill the rest of us, and then they take their time with you. Now we're going. If you're so practical, why don't you go on your own? What? My whole crew might be dead, and you don't care. And if they are dead, it's pretty much your fault for leading us all into this mess. Well, maybe I won't take my own chances from now on. If we're so expendable, head out on your own. Not without Emma. Why? I need you. Why do you need me? Oh, uh, well, you know, you and me. Emma and the Doctor. I mean, if we don't stick together, then who will, eh? Because we're more than just friends. Way more. We define the term serious relationship. Can I look at that dampener thingy, please? Of course you can, Emma. Take all the time you want. Thanks. Now get back. What? Get back, or I use this on you. Emma, what but are you... I don't know who the hell this man is, but he's certainly not the doctor. <sighs> Typical. I had to get the one with relationship issues. I landed on something soft. Something or someone. 
is that? Can't see. Alexis, is that you? Thanks for breaking my fall, human, but... That's not rock. It's cocoon. A cocoon with something inside. A cocoon that broke my fall. No, I'm sorry, please. No, sorry, please, I didn't mean it. A accident. Sorry, please. Jacobs, don't do this to me. I can't hurt you, can I? P please, I'm begging you. I don't want to die. I don't want to die. I don't want to You stinking heap of corruption! You dare touch me, you insignificant chunk's DNA! Get off me! Do you know who I am? You hear that? Stand still! You hear that? That's Maurice. And he's not screaming for help, is he? The Corruptors have found him and they're gutting him alive. What they are doing to him, they will do to you and me. When they find us, they will kill us all. And what will you do? I haven't harmed any of you, have I? You pretended to be the Doctor. You lied to us. Oh, and what are you, perfect? Alright. I might be something of what you might crudely term a body snatcher. But that doesn't change the facts that those things will kill us all and the only way to escape them is a certain time and relative dimension in space machine. It also doesn't change the fact that I am the only person on this planet who can pilot a aforementioned machine, does it? How can you know how to pilot it? Why else do you think I want to get inside it? If the TARDIS can't be piloted, there's no point trying to even reach it, is there? You haven't got the Doctor's memories about me, have you? So how do we know you can remember how to make the TARDIS work? It doesn't work like that. Go on, then. How... Does it work like, then? It's like moving into a house with the lights out and all the previous tenants' furniture around the place. Except the furniture is thoughts, memories, and every time I bump into them I get those thoughts and memories, but there's a price. I lose myself, my identity. Just remembering who you all are has all but killed me. If I immerse myself in the Doctor, even if I just skim read enough of his mind, I'd just become a copy of him, and I'm not prepared to do that. End of story. So that's why you've been such a rubbish actor. Oi. I'm improvising without a script rather than taking the easy option. Here. And I could quite easily have abandoned the lot of you before now if I'd wanted to. But I haven't, have I? So far? Listen, I am telling you the truth. Okay, I don't know for certain that Alexis and Paulina are dead, but I think they are. I really believe that we can't help them, and I do know that those things will show us no mercy and... Can you hear that? It's those things. Like when they were trying to cut through the hull. The Corruptors. They've finished with Maurice and they're after us. They're breaking through! Run! Run! <coughs> well, plan A worked for once. Fancy that. What happened? It's like the very nature of the world just went crazy. Sorry about that. Just relax and accept the uncanny. Will that help? Save time, if nothing else. You literal types are always hit hardest, having to unlearn all that is learned and accept the universe doesn't always follow pre-programmed established formats. I don't mean to be rude, but that does rather sum you up rather, doesn't it? Very efficiently. Cheer up, Maurice. 
I face these sort of counterintuitive challenges every day. Never did me any harm. Well, perhaps the jumping off a balcony several thousand miles above a tropical ocean did me a bit of harm. I think I might have sprained my ankle. So what happened? Well, I landed on it. Hurts like Jacob's. No, not your ankle to us. Oh, us. Oh, well, I would have thought you'd have remembered Amber telling us that the inside of the disc is psychoreactive. Her people have sculpted the landscape via mental power alone. Thoughts like Lego. Lego? Maybe not Lego. But still, their minds created the desert island paradise we were on. And if their minds can do that, my mind can do it as well. And the mind of a Time Lord is something not to be sniffed at. So you rebuilt this part of the disc? See? Now you're getting the hang of it. Of course, I might just have moved us to a different part of it. You were babbling hysterically in my ear at the time. Either way, there's no point worrying about distinctions. What is this place? Well, according to my eyes, which may not be seeing what your eyes see, it's a sort of barren, crater-filled landscape made out of what looks like cheese, with a sky full of lightning, moons, and a blazing orange sun. Do you see what I see? I see what you see. You think this might be what their world really looks like, before they changed it to appeal to us, I mean? Could be. Or it could just be the psycho-reactive landscape automatically mapping itself to the inside of my own thoughtscape. Wait, the inside of your head is a quarry? I wouldn't be at all surprised. Come on, time's wasting. I dare say Amber is not going to be happy about our impromptu bungee jumping. I don't see any of you doing anything about it either. All you had to do was wander up and down the beaches and walkways looking tranquil and ethereal. I was the one fielding questions from the last of the Time Lords, trying to keep the oncoming storm from working out of the blindingly obvious. Oh, what an amazing job you did of that. I resent that scandalous remark. You've never had people's skills, have you? I knew I should have stayed with them. Whose idea was to try and bluff them anyway? It wasn't my idea. And why haven't any of you lot bothered to find out where they've gone? That is not the point, and you know that. We need to work out the best sort of action to deal with them. And what suggestions were offered? You see, this is what it's going to be like from now on. We are going to have outsiders here. Beings whose lives and imperfections we don't know inside and out. Have we been trapped here for so long we can't even acclimatize to change? What do any of you think this is all for, anyway? Are we not the most advanced and intelligent race in all of creation, past, future, and present? What we once were, we will soon be again. Now begin mapping the inside of that disk. When we know where the Doctor and the humans are headed, we can lay a trap. But they must be taken alive. I'm reminding you of that, since so many other blindingly obvious instructions seem to slip your minds. Oh, look who's talking! The Chafe Dean! You honestly thought that was a good name for a species. It was a lot better than anything you came up with. The Eloy was what you suggested. Just to make it all suitably ironic from a bit of well-known human literature. They'd never have guessed. They wouldn't have had to. It's that obvious.
Do you think it saw us? Well, not really. That's why it's wandered off. So not only do we have to deal with poison mists and random pools of acid, there are also giant spiders to worry about as well? Yes. You know, this really does remind me of an asteroid I once visited way back. That's probably what this place is, that particular memory made manifest. Never mind all that now, Doctor. Let's just get moving before another spider turns up. Was Amber telling the truth about the transfer scoop? Hard to say. For a pack of lies like that to work, there generally needs to be some truth to the matter. Otherwise, it just gets unbelievable. Of course, there is one bit she never got round to explaining. Probably because you were too busy jumping off balconies at the time? Probably. But if the transfer scoop did teleport us all here, then whose body did Emma and I find outside the TARDIS? It was obviously Pauline, but according to Amber, Pauline's here inside the disc. Could she be lying about that? Odd thing to lie about. Why not just say they didn't teleport her in the first place? It's not like we could prove them wrong. And even if the Corruptors got to her first before they could save her, they could surely have scooped the body away, if that's what they wanted us to think. There could be another explanation. There usually is, in my experience. As you said, all teleportation systems work on the same basic process. A subject at point A is transformed from matter into a suitable form of energy. That energy is transferred by whatever means to point B, and once there, the energy reverts back to the original matter. Well, of course, that's a lot more difficult to do than it sounds. Exactly. In the earliest days of teleportation, they tried to simply send information rather than energy, but even when that worked, there was an obvious flaw. Of course, it worked like a fax machine. A what? It scanned and codified all the information needed to describe the body, the brain, the very being of the subject. A blueprint transmitted from departure point to arrival point. The trouble is, when that blueprint is recreated, you ended up with two versions of the subject. So, all you end up with is a kind of cloning generator. Unless the original subject is destroyed. Which meant there was a lot of consumer resistance to the early teleports. After all, who wants instantaneous travel if you die using it and a copy takes over your life? Anyone using it would have been a clone of someone long dead. Grim thought, eh? That was the only type of teleportation available until the discovery of the quantum entanglement. Ah, yes. Tricking your atomic structure into being somewhere else. Very clever. But I believe that transfer scoop works like those early teleports. What? You know, that would make a lot of sense. They scanned that area of the forest and the bit of the phoenix we were in, copied it, and reproduced it here. Well, not quite a fax machine, more a sort of photocopier. That explains why Pauline was dead. Her life force, for want of a better word, was transferred into the disc to animate the copy, along with all those poor animals and trees. That bit of the countryside is probably decaying to dust as we speak. Doctor, if I'm right, then the same thing must have happened to us. Yes. The real Maurice and the real Doctor are still back on the planet. Or at least their bodies are. And their souls are here in these duplications. Our souls, their souls, our souls. Never mind. I'm sure that bit will make complete sense when we grow up. Odd that Amber didn't mention it, as it would hardly invalidate her claims they were saving. Perhaps they were worried that the thought of our souls being sucked out of our bodies would cause some psychological damage? Yet they admitted they were pretty new to human psychology at all. No, 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 but, it, but if that's the case, they would have wiped out the Corruptors easily, sucked all their life into the disc, and left their bodies behind to rot. They could have? Of course. And since the souls would survive in here, it's hardly murder. Odd that Amber and her friends haven't done that sooner. If, as they say, the Corruptors are a vital part of the prison, wiping them out would have freed them all long ago. So why are they making life so difficult for themselves? I don't know. And I strongly doubt Amber will tell us. No, but I think I know who will. Ah, see over there. That cavern. 
The one next to the giant spider? Yes, that's the one. Now, see, we just have to wait for it to scuttle off and... Come on, quick! Wait! The tunnel branches away. Which one do we take? Who cares? They'll catch up any second. The TARDIS key! That's it! The doctor said it works like a homing beacon. See, if it gets warmer, we're... Well, we're getting warmer too. The closer you get to the TARDIS, the hotter the key becomes... So yes! Right-handed tunnel! Definitely warmer! Brilliant thinking, Emma. Come on. Jacobs! I can barely see it's so dark. Lucky I've got better retina than you, eh, Commander? They're not yours. For the moment they are. Oh. I suppose you can just use all that mind furniture to switch on his X-ray vision, can you? Time Lords don't have X-ray vision. It's just gauche. I don't suppose there's much furniture in the Doctor's head to do with me, is there? What? You want to know what he thinks about you? I just wish I knew if he'd thought about me at all. Of course he did. A lot. Mind you, he also thought about the weather a lot. I don't believe this. Can't you get deeper than that? Not risking my life finding out, sweetheart. Oh, well, now that that's sorted with, can we get on with running for our lives? I know what you mean. It's a bloody soap opera at times, isn't it? Ugh, charming. Look, if it makes you feel any better, there's lots of stuff about you, Emma. It's just not the doctor that thought it, that's all. What? He's got someone else's mind in there. Kind of, like renting out a bit of your house as a storeroom full of someone else's junk. Well, who? I don't know, do I? Can't you read the label or something? Time and a place, Emma. Look, it's just the memories of some human, I think. J... J something? James? Jacob? Jehovah? Jason? Yeah, that sounds about right. Jason Tate. Seriously, is this relevant? Guess not. Um, run! I think it's gone. What's so amusing? We're being chased into caves by giant spiders that don't exist inside Jacob's disc. Someone no one else has ever done or probably ever will. Why not laugh? <laughs> Why not? Oh, you need to relax more, Maurice. Loosen up. Loosen up and you fall apart. Now, now, is that just an admittedly very biting retort, Maurice, or do you actually believe it? If you're so informal, Doctor, why are you calling me by my surname? Well, I noticed that you didn't particularly enjoy it when Amber called you Sempto. It is a rather embarrassing name. I've heard worse. I've had worse. Hence you calling yourself the Doctor? Well, no, not quite. That's a very long story, mostly dull and... Can you hear someone crying? Yes, in the next gallery. Is it who you were expecting? What makes you think I was expecting someone? You said there was someone who could tell us the truth, then you charged into these caves. Coincidence? <laughs> what am I saying? You're the man who dived into the ocean when a conversation got awkward. Now tell me, you wouldn't have done the exact same thing if you had my style in a land, hmm? Come on, through here. Jacobs! It's you! Afternoon. You must be Pauline. Leave me alone. Certainly more talkative than last time we met. Is she usually like this? 
She's got a high psi telepath rating. Being on the planet was driving her to the brink, so we weren't surprised when she tried to end it all. And you didn't try to stop her? We did all we could. She closed off from everyone. Especially me. Do you really think you come across as someone to turn to? I suppose not. Well, there's something for you to sort out once we get back. You really think we can get back? Go away! Pauline, please. I think I know what's wrong with you. Someone as sensitive as you would have heard those creatures' thoughts. Their turmoil. Being so old, alive for so long, never being free. I heard them too. No wonder it got to you. Doctor? What? Where's the cave gone? I don't know. But I see what you mean. This isn't just uncorrupted gloom. This is void. No rock walls, nothing. Ah, I get it now. The reason she was in a cave was my little dreamscape overlapping on hers. The heart of a cave system was the closest match to where she is right now. Which is? I created that quarry with a few thoughts, reshaping that bit of the disc. And imagine what someone as powerful as Pauline could come up with, with that raptors of despair to guide her. A pitch black void. A void that Amber's people couldn't alter? Not in the short time they had before we arrived. And that's why they gave us the tour, not only to buy them time, but to distract us from finding her. I mean, I would have loved to see Amber explain this. So she chose this darkness to hide in. Uh-huh. Presumably because on some level it makes her feel safe. Quite. I think I've got something similar. Hello, Pauline. I'm the Doctor. Go away! I was just wondering if you'd let me take you somewhere. Just a brief visit. I mean, we've come to your safe place. Would you like to come and take a look at my safe place? Come on. What's the worst that could happen, eh? Anything. Just as long as it makes you leave me alone. Won't take a second, I promise. Help me with her, will you, Maurice? Doctor, not for the first time today, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm leading us out of the darkness. Come on. <gasps> the cave. I can see it again. That tunnel there, that's the way out. I can see daylight. I suppose it leads to the surface? That too. Come on, Pauline, you can do it. The TARDIS! It, it, oh, it fell right into this passageway. You know, close up, it looks really quite ridiculous. Oh, this just gets worse and worse. Jacobs, what now? Oh, we can only reach this side, and this side doesn't have any doors in it. And since the TARDIS is blocking the whole tunnel, we're doubly trapped. Brilliant! Calm down. Look, there's just loose earth in this tunnel, so we should be able to scrape away enough to get to the sides. With any luck, the doors will be close enough for us to get into. Unless anyone else has a better idea. All right, all right. Oh, I still don't trust you, you know. Oh, what have I done now? The doctor can't have anything of Jason left in him. Emma... Even if I knew what the Jacobs you're on about, it doesn't matter. Might prove he's lying. Jason was raised when the doctor came back. <laughs> Is that what he told you? Uh, so you're saying the doctor's a liar as well? Just this once, yes. Nothing can be destroyed, just change from one form to another. That's true of energy, matter, and especially memory. 
What makes you think just because Jason ceased to exist that all his memories would just vanish with him? That's like saying whenever someone dies, their diaries suddenly turn blank. If Jason still exists, why didn't the doctor tell me? How should I know? Just keep digging! There. What did I tell you? Right outside the caves, the way out. What is it? What is it? That's the TARDIS. Well, not really the TARDIS. It's really just an idea from my head. It's not surprising it would crop up in this place, though. If acid, poison gas, and giant arachnids could turn up, then surely she'd appear eventually. It's a blue box. It's my home. My only true possession on a... Well, on a kind of finder's keeper's basis. Hmm. That's odd. The windows are wrong, though. But the important thing is what it means to me, Pauline. You have that darkness, and I have this. My safe place, my comfort zone, full of... Somewhere full of warmth and love and... Oh, no, you've set her off again. No, wait, Maurice, it's all right. You can see her, can't you, Pauline? The way I do. That amazing, ultra-sentient intelligence. Dressed in all those amazingly delicate energy spirals and a paintwork. Paintwork. It's beautiful. Isn't she just? They'll just destroy it. Who? The Kathine. They'll tear it apart. Don't you see? They're evil. We were starting to get that impression ourselves. Well, tell me what else you have worked out for yourselves, and we can save time. Feeling better then, I take it. Well, we know for certain that Amber and her people are trapped here. We also know those creatures on the planet are opposing them, and Amber's people aren't saving us out of compassion, so they need our souls for some reason. They don't want our souls. Don't they? Just our bodies. What do you mean by that? You know, those windows are very distracting. What? Well, this police box is correct in every detail except the windows. Well, they're perfect, too, except someone's rotated them 90 degrees. Why would I get a major detail like that wrong, but everything else utterly right? can't be an idealized TARDIS, not unless I really like the paint falling off it and the cobwebs... Oh no. What's wrong? Maurice, Pauline, help me. We've got to get inside. You see, this part of the disc is patterned from my mind, so why is there a problem like the windows? It's an anomaly. And that means the fabric of the dreamscape itself has been corrupted. By the chasing? Exactly. They're on their way here right now, and the wrong windows are like their footsteps heralding their approach. And then, of course, those chaps in the spacesuits coming over the hill could be a more straightforward sign. Why are they wearing spacesuits? They've had to write themselves into this world, so they look like the memory of that bunch of space-suited aliens I met here before. But in the real world, if you see what I mean. Yes. Now they're shooting at us! Come on, there's gotta be some way inside. You have been listening to Doctor Who, Caribbean Blue, Episode 5, written by Ewan Campion Clark. Featured in the cast were David Alt as The Doctor, M. Sierra Garcia as Emma Collins, Bernadette M. Groves as K.Z. Vlin, Al Asioch as Pauline Khadija, Brian Bedard as Alexis Macton, Jim Hamilton as Semto Maurice. Michael Roberts as L.J. Lubins, Ari Baranovsky as Gelver Kaufney, 
Seth Adam Schur as Dio, and MJ Cogburn as Amber. Directed by MJ Cogburn. Music by Murray Gold. Production and sound design by MJ Cogburn. This has been a Darker Projects production. Visit us on the web at www.darkerprojects.com.